Yeah, I wrote a list. It, it, it's just bullet points. <laughs> and by the end, I think the last point I wrote was that was an hour of my life I won't get back. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Smith yeah. is still a 10 out of 10 fitting. Okay, okay, good. <laughs> it's been so long since I've done this, so I'm going to have to do a really awkward intro. I'm really crap at the intros as well. Have um, you got a song that you sing? Yeah. <laughs> like a jingle? <laughs> no, I'll put one in. So don't worry. <laughs> so you don't have to do it live? No. <laughs> no live singing. Doctor, doctor, give me the news, I got a Hi, welcome to I Hate Doctor Who, the world's most awkward Doctor Who podcast where I, I bring on friends of mine who hate Doctor Who and I try and convince them otherwise by finding the perfect episode. So today, I have another <laughs> poor, unwilling friend, un- not not unwilling, willing, but unsuspecting friend, uh, Beth. How you doing, Beth? I've been better. So bad. Tell us about yourself. No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) I feel like I suddenly feel like I'm being interviewed for a job that I don't want. (laughs) (laughs) So Beth, how do we know each other? I mean, okay. Uh, We used to work together. We used to work together. That's a nice way of putting it. We worked in a a little office. No, what was it like? Um... Like a hot desk in office place. Yeah, pretty modern, very nice. Do you know what's so weird actually? actually quite f- a cool place to work. Facebook memories came up today with a Christmas tree that you'd made in the office. You decorated. And at the top of the Christmas tree, you'd cut out a passport photo of me as a shape of a star. <laughs> yeah, and you know, they had that because I was still friends with one of the girls after we I left. <laughs> um, I was still friends with one of the girls for ages and she would send me a photo of it every now and then. The what, picture the, of you. The star? Yeah. I'd completely, I'd completely forgotten about that entirely. Yeah. But yeah, so badge. there's a little Christmas tree and there's a little star. But because it's a passport photo, my face looks really miserable. <laughs> that would be an accurate depiction. <laughs> of, no, you weren't the one that was suffering with clinical depression at the time. That was me. <laughs> well, we can all... That's a big laugh. Um, <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> But one thing that did come across when we worked together, because I remember it was 2013. Oh, wow. That was six years ago. But yeah, 2013. But I remember... Did you... You must have slagged me off. Because that was the year that there was the big 50th anniversary of Doctor Who. And every couple of days there'd be like an announcement or a poster or a trailer or something. And I'd get really excited. See, now that's passed me by entirely because I probably filed that in not worth remembering. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Whereas for you, that was big news. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Me, Me. I would have been like, oh, yeah, Richie's on that Doctor Who shit again. Remember the John Lewis advert came out. Oh, right now I do remember this. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that because it was the bear and the hair. And the 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 song was Lily Allen. Do you remember? Oh, God. I can't remember specifics of John Lewis. See, this is a yes. See, exactly. (laughs) That's stuff that you fell in, not worth remembering. And for me, that was the hair. What was the story of the bear and the hair? (sighs) The bear went and hibernated. And then every year he missed Christmas and he was the hair's best mate. Oh god, oh, it was really sad. Right. They've never hit those peaks again. And um, then the hair bought him an alarm clock so he got to join in on Christmas Day. Oh, because the bear was hibernating. Mm-hmm. That's right. And Lily Allen was singing something actually quite good. It was a keen song. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's subjective. But I guess it sounded quite good. Okay, good. But I remember... Someone only we know. Oh, God, yeah. But see? Oh, yeah. My memory. I'm a wee bit more open and tolerant to other people's likes. Obviously, I was a bit more of a dick back then, but I do remember I was in the full-on <laughs> It's a fucking advert brigade. <laughs> Get a grip, it's a fucking advert. But then, of course, the trailer <laughs> for Doctor Who came out. And I got really excited. And that's, that was your moment. <laughs> well, see, I, I feel like my opinions have developed since then because it's turning into a therapy session. My, no, in fact, I can't say that. <laughs> Never mind. <It's> fine. <laughs> my, my cousin married an arsehole that was really strongly opinionated about music. Oh. And then 
I basically decided that there's just absolutely no place in society for people to be like TV or music snobs. So I think since six years ago, I've developed in my opinions and maybe wouldn't rip you as hard. Like, I mean, it's obviously a good programme because hundreds of folk watch it. It's just not my cup of tea. <laughs> this is the thing I love about this podcast that everyone comes on and is really polite about it. And like everyone, a lot of people like really do like, they'll watch it and they'll go, I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> so like but I've had a few people say to me like no you need to get someone on who's like just hates it do you know I, like, I don't want to hate it no I know I know hi where are you going I thought we was just getting acquainted okay so when we do this what I try to do is I try to find an episode because Doctor Who has been going for 56 years at this point right so you can imagine there's loads of episodes. So you tell me your interests and then I have to try and figure out yeah. what, like at least one episode that you're going to like. Yeah. And of course, because when we made this a Christmas episode, that kind of narrowed it down a wee bit. But I thought you like Christmas. I love Christmas. But so, we should also tell the good people at home that I'd filled in this list last year. Last, so that's the other thing I was going to make. We were going <laughs> to record this last year. I'm sure nobody will remember, but I did mention online that I was going to do a Christmas episode and then it just never happened. That's because my car broke down and I... Just flat yeah, out couldn't I get to you. I feel like you were, well, you were in that period of your life when nothing made you happy. Oh yeah, there was that as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like you, you, nothing made you happy and you just kept, your car just kept breaking down. Oh. Like That was actually repeatedly. the Christmas that the car broke down at the same time as that the shower had been ripped out of the bathroom and it wasn't <laughs> going to be replaced God, for yes. about three weeks. Yeah. So it was a rough month. That so happened I just, to you and I was newly pregnant oh, and yeah, I couldn't get through like yeah. more than 10 minutes remembering my own name never mind <laughs> watching an episode of a programme I didn't I know, watch God, I can't imagine but I was going to do it for you and know, then when you when you, you, when you cancelled I was like thank you Lord incredibly nice of you but uh, <laughs> yeah I think like yeah uh, but then I thought I was like oh I'll catch up with Beth in the new year it doesn't have to be a Christmas one and then of course a whole year's now passed yeah I was like well <laughs> May as well just stick with the same notes. But, okay, so one year ago, um, oh, I sent I you a even... little questionnaire. So the good thing about this is Beth's completely forgotten. And I'm sure you're... As everyone's top fives... Like, yeah, was it top Nobody five? has a solid top five, really. But I asked you for your top five films and top five TV shows, oh, right? Oh, wow. Oh, so, I, d- I want to guess what they were. What do you think your number one is? Oh, fuck, I've got no idea. I think I could probably have like take a stab at, like, five... Of I mean, my faves, but okay. Do you want me just to run through them? I feel like ugh, the crown is in there somewhere for TV. It's not. Okay. Shut up. Oh it's god, I've got EastEnders. <laughs> okay, I'm going to start with the films. I'll start with the films, right? So your top five films are P.S. I Love You. Oh god, yeah, it's a good. I'll stand by that. It's number it's one. Good, it's a good film. I'm not sure there's an, they're in any particular order, but they might be. Number two, you put Harry Potter one to three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. The good Harry Potters. <laughs> My okay. husband would disagree. He would say they're the bad Harry Potters, but I like. I haven't the... seen all of them. I've only seen up to number four, but I certainly thought three and four were better than one and two. Yeah, I like the innocence of. Oh okay, like, okay. Oh god. I mean that. Like I think always oh, reminds me of Christmas. Exactly. Uh, okay, so Harry Potter one to three is number two. Just <laughs> kind of as one big film. Number three, The Dark Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really really like that that film. That's fucking. I'm not I'm just I thought it was unusual but now I can't remember if it's The Dark Knight or The Dark Knight Rises the one with the Joker is The Dark Knight yeah that's the one okay cool big fan okay good number four Pulp Fiction oh good choice yeah it's a great um, number five Train Spotting no you're kidding <laughs> <laughs> five films I've ever watched <laughs> literally apart from the other Harry Potters okay. that's it <laughs> okay so well number five is The Jungle Book and you put it in brackets Disney original oh right yeah on VCR like the I proper- mean specifically you have to watch it on VCR yeah you've right, got to okay. put the tape in that's fine that's fine do you know when I was a kid actually I never saw The Jungle Book for years but I had a Disney sing-along tape that had all the songs on it I'm the king of the swingers yeah, yeah the jungle movie it's a great film I've not seen the no me neither oh okay the new one mm-hmm. no me neither I'd rather just watch the, and also the thing about me <laughs> I don't like a very long film okay and like 
the new ones that they're doing, Disney are doing are like huge. Whereas the really well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm assuming <laughs> if they're putting them in the cinemas, like all films are long these days. Whereas the you know the ones that you used to get on tape when you were a kid, ah, they'd be about ninety minutes. So when you say not really... even, they were like short, short films because they were designed for babies. Okay, so when you're saying like really long, you mean like two hours? Yeah, like a standard film length. Yeah. Okay. If I see like running time over 120 minutes, I'm like, oh God. <laughs> I mean, that's like the weeknight film is always like, because me and like, so I've got a couple of pals I do a film podcast with, and we talk about the 90 minute film being the sweet spot. Yeah. It's like, we'll watch a bad film if it's 90 minutes. You yeah. Know? It's like, but it's always good for the weeknight as well. Yeah. The weeknight film. That's, I was quite upset when I sat down last night to watch, what was it called? The Snowman. The snowman? Snowman, I think. Yeah. Well, there's, they're plural, so yeah, yeah. yeah it probably is. Um, and it was an hour long, and all the episodes around it were 44 minutes. <laughs> and I was like, I've got an extra 15 minutes of this. You've got off light, because you've got the shortest one so far. You're kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, everyone's had 90 minutes. 90 minutes? Oh, no, Rich. I'm so glad, because... <laughs> I've got a five-month-old baby. And by the time we got to the end of that, I was like, I should be in my bed. <laughs> okay, okay, good. Okay, so I did all right then. Um, okay, so that was your top five films. Top five TV shows? EastEnders. EastEnders is number one. I stand by that. That okay. is a hill that I will die on. Right, Love that fine. show. Cool. Uh, number two, Great British Bake Off. Oh, stand by that too. Don't tell me you don't like that. Uh, I mean, I don't mind it. I'm not... It's not something that I'll... It's not going my way to watch. There was a while when Jamie said that the Great British Bake Off was his favourite yeah. TV show. My problem, like I like, no, I do, I do enjoy it. I, I love the. To be honest, from a technical point of view, I really like how it's put together. But one thing that really, <laughs> this is going to sound really bad, but one thing that annoys me is that when I see cakes on TV that are really good and I can't eat them, it just frustrates me. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like watching it making biting motions with my mouth because I'm like, I can't eat those cakes. It's really distressing me. I know what you mean. So, um, I, I do know what you mean. And there's like an aspect of like, uh, this series wasn't particularly good. And I'm wondering now if maybe it's just like... Right. Did you watch the junior one? We I watched a couple it, of episodes of absolutely junior. Absolutely not. <laughs> it was really sweet though, because they they're not, they're in no way as harsh. Yeah, see, and I can't. It's like Junior Master Chef. Like Remember they used like to really do that? supportive of each other. Oh no, but no, I've not. I've not seen Junior Master Chef. It's not for me. Uh, number three, Friends. Oh yeah. wow! Oh my god! I mean, people hate Friends. Like, <laughs> like I don't understand how you can have that that much hatred. People, for... I mean, Friends is one of those shows. Like, obviously, people love it. But you're right. I think the more that people love something, the more that people are going to hate it. Yeah. Like, and I the feel like something... some people just hate Friends to be cool. <laughs> like, oh, Friends. No, I've never seen an episode. Fuck off. Everybody's like seen an episode <laughs> by osmosis at this point. Nobody can claim to never have seen. And they're like, oh, I don't. Yeah, no, I don't even know who the characters are. No, that's bullshit as well. Like, <laughs> that's fair. That's absolutely fair. I mean, I'm not keen on Friends, but I've seen... I was when it was on I watched loads of it yeah. but, um, like at least one of us went to school like at least, all of us went to school with at least one girl named Phoebe well probably not you because you were older than there was a single Phoebe I, there wasn't a single Phoebe yeah, oh I see like, right right I'm younger than you yeah. <laughs> and uh, like when I went to school there was always a Phoebe cutting about and she was just because of Phoebe surely not named after Phoebe you're not that much younger than me Beth I'm like five years and a bit younger than you. You're more, you are younger than five years. How old are you? 28. 28. So you're eight years. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, that makes me feel great. <laughs> uh, number four, Scrubs. Yeah, still like, I haven't watched an episode. I can't, you know what I like? I see when I was on study leave uh, during uni, someone bought my flatmate like four or five Scrubs box sets for his birthday. Was he a big fan already, or were they he just trying to get him into already, it? But he tanned all of them, and it was like, <laughs> see, when you're sitting, like, just trying to absorb notes, and the theme you that super, theme yeah. Oh my god, every twenty minutes. Um, also, I really don't like Zach Braff. <laughs> oh yeah, I can understand why, but I'm again big fan of Zach Braff. Okay, ten out of ten thing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so and uh, number five, anything with animals. <laughs> I was clearly so 
so over this bullshit it's by that so point. It's so funny that it's like you've given me like it's so funny that two of your yeah two of your five programs are factual, which gives me so little to go on. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> I don't. I should have said the crown. In fact, I think I texted you after that to be like. The Crown. I think The Crown, you probably then, mentioned The Crown. Yeah, because then Matt Smith came Matt on. Matt Smith, that... The, okay, so, but I asked you about Doctors and you said you like David Tennant only because I like him in other stuff. True. Okay. Uh, I asked you, mad scientists or aliens? You said scientists. I fucking hate aliens. I fucking hate aliens. Oh, <laughs> I fucking hate aliens. Why does that woman just have a snake face? <laughs> And the man that looks like a thumb, and nobody's mentioning it. <laughs> okay. Um, and I said, what would your doctor outfit be? Scrubs and a stethoscope. Crocs. Is that what I said? <laughs> oh, because of a doctor. <laughs> do doctors uh, wear Crocs, or did you throw uh, that in for no, a bit of a quirk? <laughs> no, I think doctors wear Crocs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be a while to get. I must have thought it was being funny. Hello, Richie and Beth. It's uh, Mark and and Ben here from on the time. Hello, hi, Richie. Hi, Beth. Uh, so, Ben, the Doctor Who story that Richie has chosen for Beth to watch in this festive season. Yeah. Is two thousand and. 12's The Snowmen. Okay, that is interesting. Isn't it? That's that is... Because that's... my immediate thought, my immediate thought was, it features a Cockney barmaid who is in a sort of a love triangle with a rich, um, a rich man and a kind of slightly kooky character. She falls off a roof and dies quite tragically. <laughs> I mean, that's an EastEnders Christmas special plot right there. Isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. So that I mean that's an, that's an element I think he's he's got quite right. Um, obviously, the mad scientist part. You've got Richard E. Grant, terrific as Professor Simeon. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's a good choice. I like that. Yeah. If she likes the Harry Potter films, there is something uh, both. I don't mean childish in a derogatory way. But those earlier films are definitely a bit more, uh, you know, kind of immature. Mm. Um, definitely more childish, but dark as well. Yeah, there's a there's sure. a there's a good mix uh, in the snowman, uh, snowman. That's uh, that's very like that. So yeah, that is a Richie. That is a good choice. That is a very good choice. Yeah, it also strikes me that Stephen Moffat's kind of approach to Victorian London, certainly here is a lot more kind of magical and fantastical in the kind of way of your kind of Diagon Alley in, in Harry Potter and I mean I I mentioned Mary Poppins when I when I talk about it but, but there is something very Harry Potter about that kind of alleyway where the Doctor and Clara first meet. Yeah. It doesn't quite feel like it's London. You know what I mean? It, it, no, there, there it, what it feels quite, like what it, what it feels like is the uh, is the London sets from uh, the Muppets Christmas Carol is yes <laughs> is <the> one. yeah <laughs> yeah you know like the Doctor and Clara are having a chat and then they move on and then um, Kermit the Frog has an ice skating competition with some rats on the way home one day that's what it feels like uh, yeah. people I, I like I genuinely think that people's attitudes to the Victorian period is uh, is, is guided by uh, some version of A Christmas Carol. Uh, yes. Either the book, everyone thinks the Victorian stuff is haunted because that's all about ghosts and a guy being visited by ghosts. And then every time they update, whatever the zeitgeist update of that story is, that's how people perceive that period of, of, of time. That's how people reflect that period of time when they're broadcasting it somewhere else. And yeah, there's a magic to the snowmen which is very Harry Potter but it's also very Muppets Christmas Carol isn't it so yeah um, I hope Beth enjoys the snowmen and it opens her heart and her mind to Doctor Who in general and Merry Christmas to, to Richie to Beth and to all of you at home Merry Christmas so I went I, so looking through your list I kind of zoomed in on Harry Potter a little bit 
and obviously <laughs> the I liked Matt, all three of the, the Matt, <laughs> Matt Smith and like I feel like the Matt Smith definitely around that period was taking a lot of like I think I think they were trying to bait America a little bit and I feel like that a lot of the fantasy stuff from that era was taken a lot from stuff like Harry Potter and Christmas episodes tend to be a wee bit wobbly a bit dodgy so I went for one that I liked and went for the snowman but they just kept saying winter's coming oh god I know and I, I forgot like, about that this? I forgot about that and I watched it this morning I was like ooh there's always something that makes me cringe and when it like it was released after Game of Thrones right yeah oh god yeah like just blatantly I, like I know it's one of those phrases isn't it it's like you could argue but you can't really because it was such a big like, I mean it, I, I didn't watch Game of Thrones no well no neither did I again Jamie, huge fan. Right. Me would passively watch so it if I absolutely had to. So what is it? You, you can't... Yeah, because we had a conversation about this. You can't deal with space. Fucking hate space. You hate space. I hate space. <laughs> <laughs> I hate everything about space. I've never watched Star Wars. My dad and brother used to have Star Trek on the TV, and I know you're a big fan, <laughs> all the time. Uh-huh. And I just... Even when I was, like, five, I was like... This is pure bullshit. <laughs> like, all these people look like people, but different. Do you really think that's what aliens look like? No. And none of them are going to speak English, are they? No. I'm give up. There is a... I'm, no. I'm just trying to shut up. Okay, I'll just shut up. <laughs> no. It's one of those things where it's like, they do try to explain these things, usually with little lines of dialogue just to make it work. But ultimately, it's always just like, we need these things so that we can tell the story. I know, but my but argument know, would be that the story you're, shouldn't you're be told. Deep love of factual programming. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm just a stickler for the facts. Apart from Harry Potter, right. this is because my argument always is I don't like sci-fi of any form. Mm-hmm. So then, what brought you to Harry Potter? And Jamie's always like, "Well, I'm Harry Potter." I mean, it's fair. Everyone's allowed to have something. Like you're allowed to like what you like, but like, what, what, what brought you to Harry Potter? I think I read all the books. This isn't this isn't me being like, come on, I found a loophole. Answer the question. Because <laughs> like, I'm flowing your argument. <laughs> um, I read all the books. You read the books when you were eight. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> and then that was me, hooked. And maybe, I don't know. Maybe I like magic. I'm not sure. I don't <laughs> like space. I've never liked well, space. Well, that's kind of what I was going for. I thought there's a whole sort of magic thing going on, and I, I think. There was, like, the whole Victorian London thing. Yeah, so, okay, yeah, I was quite drawn in by that. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, Or governor. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, I was going for EastEnders on that one. That wasn't really, I was just... (laughs) And that's where it ended. I was like, oh, amazing. Oh, this is still shit. (laughs) And then a snowman pops out the ground, you're like, no. No, I wrote one of my first notes. Okay. Was... Don't you hate that you've got to unlock your phone with Face ID now and you can't just do it on a table? Um, <laughs> ruined snowmen for me in the first five minutes. How did they ruin snowmen? Are They've snowmen now scary? Oh, I see. Snowmen are just nice guys. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. I, th- I think one thing the Doctor likes to do is to take something very unassuming and everyday and then try and make it scary because it's good, like good for the kids, you know. Good for terrifying children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Um, um, I also wrote down no Daleks. Yeah, there's no... There's no Daleks. I mean, th- at this point, I just assumed that maybe there would be a Dalek in every show, like hiding like in a broom cupboard or something. <laughs> like, you just open a cupboard to see one and then they shut the door again. <laughs> Nothing. No, no Daleks. I mean, they're not... The Daleks aren't in it all the time. I think they try and kind of use them sparingly so that when they... Well, they didn't really actually use them all the time. But <laughs> there was a funny thing that in the trailer every year, they'd be like, there's going to be Daleks. And you're like, of course. It's like, the Daleks are back. <laughs> It's like, are they? Right, okay. <laughs> but then they use them all the time and yet still everybody from our parents' generation is absolutely petrified of them. So the effect kind of worn off. It's funny, I was were... talking to... So I've been watching... This is going to sound really bad, but uh, my girlfriend has, is watching it all for the first time and we're watching it together. Under duress. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was like, because I, I was watching it, she was like, I'd call it to watch this, let's watch it, because she knew how much I loved it. And um, and the thing that's amazing is that she's sincerely terrified of so much of what goes on in the show. She's like, there's been times where she's like, I might need to ask you to turn this off, because no. she's genuinely like, and it's great, it's great to watch it with someone like that, because the, you know, by this point, it's just like, 
you get little hints of like that is you when you when you watch something but objectively yeah. you're like oh, that's quite that's and quite freaky that's good you're, watching but you're never like oh my god i'm so scared <laughs> Um, Especially when you're watching every episode for the hundredth time, yeah. as I'd imagine you are at this point. <laughs> but the Daleks, the Daleks are just silly. To yeah. Him. yeah. Which is fair, because they are kind of silly. But like, I do remember as a kid, they did terrify me. And I think it was because they were, I think there's something, it's like the Terminator. You know how the Terminator, like, you can't reason, and it's absolutely relentless. See, I've never seen And that. it's just going to kill you. You've never seen the Terminator? No, I know. It's fine. Oh, like, it's fine. I'm not going to be that guy. I'm not going to be that guy. I'm not going to be that guy. But... You know, there's like when some there's something scary about something that's like can't be stopped or reasoned yeah. with. I remember Jamie saying because he was a huge fan of a lot of Doctor Who. Like there was something about like m- like stone stone carvings that moved uh, yeah I don't know statues yes that's the one yeah <laughs> there's something about statues that moved and he just found it absolutely petrifying and he's a 28 year old man and he, like you know it can't be on that long ago and he was like oh yeah fully terrified that's we got to we got to the, one of the the episodes about that actually the other night so and I assume it does still have an effect yeah but I mean you didn't find the snowman scary you're just no I was just like why have they put teeth in snowmen <laughs> Oh, you mean they've ruined, they've not ruined snowmen for you, they've just ruined snowmen in general? Just by making them... No, they've ruined snowmen for me. I mean, that's probably an (laughs) over-exaggeration. Thinking back on it now, I was very angry at the time. But, like, you know, why put teeth in snowmen? Like, snowmen are just everybody's pal. I don't know why you would do that. (laughs) To turn them into monsters. Why do snowmen need to be monsters? Ah, anyway. Because it's... Aye, right, okay. Fair enough. enough. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to get anywhere with that. Maybe it's snow that fell before. Maybe it remembers how to make snowmen. What? Snow that can remember? That's silly. What's wrong with silly? Nothing. Still talking to you, ain't I? One of my points, uh-huh. from a critical analysis point of view, is yeah. that there's no fucking storyline. Nothing happens. What do you mean? Nothing happens. Nothing, nothing happens. So did nothing grab you at all at any point? So, like, okay, no. so... <clears throat> the story about... I mean, you're coming at it completely... <clears throat> Without context, but the doc at the beginning of the episode, the doctor's obviously just sad and he just wants to keep out the way. Yep. And uh, and he doesn't want to get involved with anyone. And then this woman comes in, and you know, it's all- and so he's met her before, but he's not aware at the time that he's met her before. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Did Jamie explain that to you? No, no, I. Oh, you picked that up. No, no, thanks. Yeah, I managed to pick that up myself. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, <laughs> it's funny, like. When you've just posed that to me there, I'm like, what did happen? Now, obviously, there's a well, storyline, but it's it just, like, the arc it's, it's felt, just, meh. The arc felt, the arc felt saggy. I, I mean, the sort of his arc of warming up to being himself again. Yeah, like, it just felt a bit like, ugh. Like, I feel like they could have condensed it to 15 minutes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, refreshing to see you taking an interest again. Was she nice? I just spoke to her. And made your usual impact, no doubt. No, no impact at all. Those days are over. You can't help yourself. It's the same story every time, and it always begins with the same two words. She'll never be able to find me again. She doesn't even have the name Doctor. What two words? Doctor? Doctor Hay. He's kind of brooding and sulking, and he's living on a cloud. Yeah. I mean, that was... I'd like... Like, again, right, so the deal... It's a Christmas episode, right? And the thing about the Christmas episodes is that they're always a bit kind of over the top, a bit pantomimey, a bit silly. Yeah, because, I mean, there was a lot... Like, there was, like... It was, like, a whole Jack and the Beanstalk thing. Like... Yeah, I guess so. Like, pulled the ladder down, climbed up, went up all those stairs. Like, Jenna Louise Coleman, that's Mm -hmm. her name, right? Mm -hmm. She climbed that set of spiral spiral stairs very quickly. I mean, it'd be a lot. I mean, surely you of all people can appreciate that some of that has to be edited out. Yeah, and there's like the like. Annoyingly, there is a line that makes no sense to explain why it doesn't take so long. About how they look longer than they are. Yeah. Yeah, but let's just assume that it's Eddie. <laughs> and that she, yeah, and then there's the whole Scrooge bit and like Mary Poppins bit. Like it's yeah. Yeah, they're bringing in all that sort of stuff. But again, it's like a Christmassy... Yeah, and I get that. I just felt it all was a bit... Right. Okay. None of it was... None of it grabbed me. 
Right. I don't know if I'm putting that across <laughs> <laughs> with my just monotone voice. None of it grabbed me particularly. I was angry that I didn't get to see, I wrote down how many minutes it took for me to get to see the inside of the TARDIS. I think, yeah. So that's a new... 40 minutes in. Yeah, the inside of the TARDIS was new. So that was the viewers. That was everyone's first time seeing the inside of the TARDIS. Oh, the so they kept you hanging on for 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And that's how they kept everybody yeah. engaged. It's funny, actually. I'm forgetting all these things, but it's... Yeah, that, so that was like... Um, it was a big reveal, but it's always like a big reveal. As the audience, you meant like the companion. So that's what they call like... Clara's role she's the companion and yep. the companion's kind of meant to be the audience because she asks all the questions like that the does it have a kitchen going. yeah that was a, yeah yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> that's just the writer trying to be clever and throwing because obviously every time they introduce the companion they have a scene where the companion comes in and is sort of filled with wonder at this machine that's bigger on the inside and that's why they have the line about it's smaller on the outside. So you actually live up here on a cloud in a box? I have done for a long time now. Blimey, you really know how to sulk, don't you? I'm not sulking. You live in a box. That's no more a box than you are a governess. Oh, spoken like a man. You know, you're the same as all the rest. Sweet little Clara works at the Rose and Crown. Ideas of other station. Well, for your information, I'm not sweet on the inside and I'm certainly not... It can travel anywhere in time and space. And it's mine. Listen. Look at this. Go on, say it. Most people do. <laughs> Smaller on the outside. Okay. That is a first. Right, okay. That's semi-entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good, yeah. I'm in. That reveal is for the audience as much as it is for the character. So that's why it takes so long. The build-up takes so long. Right. Because I was like, when am I going to get to see the stars everybody's talking about? But it is funny, like, watching it. The other thing about Christmas Day episode is a Christmas Day episode should really be... Shouldn't be too... <laughs> held down with like continuity because it's there's a lot of people that only yeah. watch it at Christmas imagine spending an hour of your life on Christmas day watching that <laughs> what do you watch at Christmas day? nothing <laughs> That's, okay we usually watch films I see I'm a stickler for like charades uh, <laughs> oh god or Monopoly alright okay uh, Monopoly, I mean, that's really Monopoly. wholesome and nice because I can and there's no danger see if I pulled out a board game on Christmas day my family would be like no <laughs> Yeah, we'll play Scatteries. You ever played that? Great game. What? Scatteries. Oh, Scatteries. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not into... So not everyone's not going to be like sort of full of Christmas dinner lying on the couch watching no. telly. I mean, that's if what I'm with, Christmas telly is designed for. If I'm with my husband's family, I get forced to go for a walk. Oh my God. Yeah. That's not great. I'd probably rather watch <laughs> Doctor Who than that. Um, what about the EastEnders episode? You watch, oh, I'll watch uh, you it watch the next up. day. Yeah. Right, okay, okay. Because that's always like dramatic. Or maybe I'll watch yeah, you're telling me. <laughs> um maybe I'll watch it when I go to bed that night. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. But no, um the TV doesn't really go on on Christmas Day. Uh, which is making us sound like a super wholesome family, but people just sit and not speak. But it makes sense that that episode was on on Christmas Day because I can really imagine it being on in the background. But that's okay. about all I can imagine it being good for. Like you turn around and like there's like a... Good to be on and no one pay attention to There's it. like a frame of Jenna Louise Coleman's tits at one point. Oh God, yeah, there is. Like and I can imagine, you know... There's like, one for the stirring dads. <laughs> yeah, like I keep grandpa happy. Like and various other things that you'd look at and be like, oh yeah, it's Doctor Who, but nobody's actually going the next day and recording a fucking podcast about it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And I obviously, I yeah, I know that people that really love Doctor Who would sit and watch it intently and make everybody else shut up. But the viewing figures, I bet, are really high, and I, I'd imagine they like sixty percent like of those people are just. Second or third 
thing watched usually I mean it's not on on Christmas Day anymore yeah because people will be like oh my god yeah Doctor Who will put that on and then most families will just sit and talk their way through it but the BBC <laughs> still gets massive viewing figures <laughs> and there's you <laughs> sat at home like shh <laughs> mum shut up I'm watching Doctor Who silence boy this is probably the most challenging one I've done <laughs> oh no <laughs> no it's really it's good it's really fun but um, like I'm taking a grill and like soon you're like nothing happens I'm like stuff does happen there's like you know snowmen and uh, the, the ice the ice governess I'll wait and see if you mention pond. it yeah she looked like she should be in Shrek like what? the animation on oh, her oh because she was CGI yeah she just looked like entertaining I guess it's was she meant to be scary? To make, like... are you laughing and I don't know why <laughs> was she meant to be scary um yeah right okay so the, the thing is is that the, the baddie in the episode is from like the original series from like the 60s and they brought it back the snow machine well or the kind of the great intelligence it's called right because all I could think about was that that it was a big ball of snow no all I could think about was that that snow machine just looked like the golden ticket machine from the crystal maze will you start the fans please oh my god I was like, why is the why is the ticket machine from the Crystal Maze the baddie? <laughs> and Jamie was like, Beth, you're really like you're ruining this. <laughs> <laughs> that's the funniest thing when people ask questions like that, because you have no answer, and that's why it ruins it, because you're like, you're making a good point. Shut <laughs> up. Um aye, so the idea is that so this the snow is like a kind of crystals that have come from space the crystal maze right yeah and they they have attached themselves to a very angry little boy yeah and it's reflecting this angry little boy and the little boy grows up and it's sort of anger and intelligence creates this disembodied voice because yeah, it's a reflection of him yes yeah. <clears throat> and uh, obviously when it snows they're collecting the snow so they can make the snowman but they obviously the snow only works in the winter, so they need more of a presence. So they find this frozen this pond that this woman's died in, and they get the genetic information of the woman that died in the pond, so they can create the ice lady. And the ice lady can't melt. Yeah, I know. And everybody's cutting around that pond, tapping it like uh, everything else thawed after from last year, but this <laughs> pond didn't. And I was like, why is it taking you a year to be like this is odd? I know, in the middle of July, it's like. <laughs> Yeah, this pond, um, it's still frozen. It's fucking 30 degrees outside. And Jenna Louise, what's her name? Jenna Louise Coleman. Yeah, but what's the character? Oh, Clara. Clara Oswald. She's like, oh, it's still frozen and everything else is thawed. Yeah. Aye, well, look, I mean, you got to remember, it's for kids as well, like... The information That's needs to be... fine if it was for kids, but it's, it's clearly not because there's a whole host of adults that are like, oh, I fucking love Doctor Who. <laughs> and we were sitting talking about it. If it was just for kids... I know, look, okay. I mean, I, I realised as I said that I was digging my own grave there, but like, I'm just saying that, you know, it has to it has to relay information somehow. I know. And it's not going to cut to July. Like, the middle <laughs> of July, it's like, why is this... Po-? And then six months later again... <laughs> <laughs> So the idea is that this intelligence is trying to make itself, give itself a physical form. Yeah. And that was the point of the, the frozen lady and they wanted to get the information that had to make more of that. But she was, obviously, the information came from an angry old babysitter, basically. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if she'd like to be called a babysitter. A governess, sorry. Yeah. It's <laughs> a real profession, isn't she? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and that, you know, that's another monster for the episode. Yeah, which wasn't scary, but yeah. Okay. And uh, I mean, I don't, like, I can't tell what's scary and what's not anymore. It's one of No, those... I don't think necessarily think it's an issue that she's not scary. <laughs> she just looked weird. Okay, but they needed to create a threat and not so they could kill Clara again. So the idea is, is that yeah. this whole Clara Oswald companion story thing is that he meets her once and she dies. Yeah. And then he meets her again and she dies. And he's like, that's impossible. So he has to go and meet her again. And then it creates a whole story for the... Yeah. Now, Jamie, who I was watching it with, said this. Right, okay. He, at the end, he was like, so the, the deal is with her <laughs> that she keeps dying. Right. <laughs> and then coming back to life. And obviously, at the end of the episode, you're like, well, she's back again. 
Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So obviously they're trying to, you know, trying to grab you for the next series. Yeah, okay, and I can understand that maybe if you'd watched more of it, that would grab you. Run, you clever boy. And remember, it's Christmas. Christmas Day. Okay, let's talk about the green woman and the thumb man. Yeah, and they just appear, like, there's just a woman, just a snake lady. So they're recurring characters. Oh yeah, this was explained to me afterwards. <laughs> I was like, why is nobody talking about this? This is what I don't really like, is when you're like plonked down into the middle of a programme and it all seems totally normal. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, like in any TV show, movie, whatever, like the, all the surroundings are completely normal. And then along comes a green-faced snake woman and nobody like it's just no biggie it's something that just everyone just and then sense. thumb man appears mm-hmm. yeah no biggie yeah I hate it so they're like I fucking hate it oh I hate it so much oh, oh. <laughs> yeah so they're like recurring characters but they're always in that time period so then there's a sort of an annoying phase of Doctor Who where it keeps going back to Victorian right London basically uh, oh god your face <laughs> I just like Victorian London that really draws me in mm-hmm. <laughs> but again but then stepping loses away you. yeah <laughs> loses me instantly when somebody peels back their veil and they've got a green lizard face okay I, I, I mean I feel like I want to explain that to you but also your face is telling me like please I don't think there's any point Richie no, yeah. <laughs> good evening I'm a lizard woman from the dawn of time and this is my wife dwelling is under attack. Remain calm, human scum. When I watched the episode for the podcast, there's a there's a thing in my head, there's like a little you in my head where this reminded me that the, the information that you don't have while watching it. Yes. So the show has all these moments, these sort of big moments that you've just completely won't even even have noticed except for maybe the music building up, but like the whole bow tie thing was his moment of like I'm back I'm doing it again right because the bow tie like the bow tie is part of his costume it's just yeah thing. that passed me by and I'm wondering now really if the whole premise of this podcast is flawed because <laughs> <laughs> because in order to really hate Doctor Who you, you probably need to have seen more episodes than I have seen like I'm claiming that I hate Doctor Who and I know, but on the I basis can't... of watching the episode I watched last night I'd say that I'm right, yeah. but like, can I really claim that I hate Doctor Who? I when know, I, but I can't. When I, then I, but the episode I watched last night, I didn't appreciate it all because <laughs> I didn't know about all these things. So then that, I'm like, nothing fucking happened, and it was shite. And then you're like, yeah, but the bow tie is really significant because it means that he's back. And I'm like, oh, well, that's quite nice. <laughs> but like, yeah, no, it's kind of well. I guess I can't. I can't call the podcast. I can't be arsed with Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Which Doctor is what it should really be called because yes. a lot of people, most of the people I get on, just haven't watched it. For the same reasons you don't watch it. It's just like, they just look at it and go, it's not really my thing. It's not for me. But some people, the first guy, uh, his wife watches it and he did just hate it. So Yeah. Um, That's, I've been in the room when it's been on enough times to know that I don't like it. <laughs> but like, maybe I should have familiarised. I, nah, I don't like it. No, no, it's fine. I don't, I'm like, I, I wouldn't. I was trying. The whole point of it is like getting your perspective, like as someone who's never seen it before but it's interesting I think the thing that is interesting is noticing all these how the episode just totally falls flat if you don't know these super flat that's a really good way of describing it it fell hugely flat because Jamie quite enjoyed it oh okay again I'm sure he's seen it before but he was like yeah but is it like is it a disconnection thing it's like obviously if you've got like a CGI woman made of ice chasing people you've got no investment in that because it's not real yeah yeah basically yeah but then I mean Batman isn't real. <laughs> I know, and but I was... is it is it because the woman's animated? Is it like a, a like a like it breaks your suspension of disbelief or something? Or yeah, this I I make myself feel bad because I feel like I'm sitting here going, why don't you like it? 
But it's um, yeah, I know because I should really be able to justify the reasoning. But it, no, it's you just don't. A, you, you shouldn't really. You can just say like I'm not. I'm just not into it, which is fair enough. There was but, just it, it. Either felt very flat, or there were the feelings that I felt were uh, and what the fuck is that no <laughs> like, there was never I think I laughed like at one point something funny happened and I was like <laughs> <laughs> can you remember mm, nah was it the worm or was it the see this other thing I quite like about it is like, like you know how they had the memory worm thing at the beginning they always do a little thing where they introduce it really innocently and then it becomes a part of how they conclude the episode the memory worm at the beginning I don't remember this so when they meet Clara at the beginning, he wants her to forget that he's met her. Oh yeah, of course. So they have Sorry. a little. Yeah. They have the thing with this worm that makes yeah. you lose your memory, but it's like they make it a joke because the little the thumb man, as you call him, Sontaran, he um, keeps touching it and losing his memory, and it's like it's just a wee <laughs> daft funny bit. But they do that so that you forget about it, so that when it comes back later, you go ah. Yeah, He's using that like a big because like that's the thing about Doctor Who is like or any sort of sci-fi is when you create these big daft ideas that have come from nowhere and make no sense. Usually, the the conclusion you like you have to write the rules has to come back around in a wee circle. Yeah, you have yeah. to you have to establish rules and then you have to use them to conclude it. Does that make sense? It does. Maybe I feel like there. Are a- hundred weight of other TV shows and movies that do that much much better <laughs> yeah I mean you're probably right you're probably right it just all felt a bit like a bit of a reach okay okay why is I've written this down okay. and I really want to know uh-huh. why does the TARDIS key look like it was cut in a Timpsons <laughs> <laughs> like this thing's been cut about why the universe why is it a Yale for, why, yeah why is it a Yale because this thing's been cut about the universe for what a hundred million years some shit like that why has he got a Timpsons Yale for the front of it I mean the key isn't really a Timpsons Yale it's one of those things where like if if there was ever was an explanation it would just be like it just looks like a Timpsons Yale <laughs> <laughs> just a blank as well they hadn't bothered so any teeth into the, it the idea of the TARDIS was like that that when it lands somewhere it can blend into its environment by looking like something yeah and the first place it landed was London in the 60s. And then, well, maybe, but anyway, in the TV show, the first place was London in the 60s. And then when it goes somewhere else, it breaks. And it's always a police box. Right. So maybe the key is like part of that. Because we've seen the key in the past. And it's been like a weird little sci-fi triangle shape. Thing. That's what I was expecting. But now in the new series, they just obviously want to keep it simple. Because I think they don't want to be too like, they don't want to be too like, this is sci-fi for people like yourself, I suppose. It, you know. I feel like they should just go the whole hog. It was just, <laughs> I, I was just like, you know, when you're like, well, I, mean, I can't say that. I was really into it. But, you know, I was watching mm-hmm. and then I was like, uh, why has he got a yellow? lock? Why is he, why? <laughs> like, it just tripped me clean I know, over. there's an episode where he puts, there's an episode where he, um, to lock it, he puts it on the snib. Oh fuck off! Yeah, like you just popping out for milk. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, nah. But that's the thing. It's like I mean, it's just part of the. It's just a design thing, isn't it? It's just an aesthetic. Like I think Doctor is one of those shows that you can't think about it too much. Like they just. I know that's always the defense of a really poorly put together show, but I think it's one of those shows that like it 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 goes for the moments and the imagery first, and then tries to explain it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Rather than like having to have a hard line explanation for everything. It's just like, it's all about, I mean, it is like, I know I love it and I'm so invested in it, but especially something like a Christmas episode is so fluffy and like Mm -hmm. crafted in the way it is just to be, I I mean, obviously it has, it has moments, it has big heavy moments of exploring some deep ideas, but obviously on Christmas day, it's just a pantomime, basically. Yeah. Just not an entertaining one. <laughs> not an entertaining one. <laughs> no. I, I, <laughs> I think the main... It, maybe I'm just not the target demographic. Like, no, it's... Uh, it's that's, and that's absolutely fine. I mean, I need, to, I need to clarify that I'm not sitting here trying to be... Trying to convince you. I'm literally just... Yeah. 
I mean, I, I guess a lot, I guess the point of the show is that like I've tried to find an episode for you, and obviously I failed. But <laughs> no. I think at the same time, I don't think I don't think there is one. Yeah, I don't think there is one. And maybe I came close. Maybe if, if I was ever going to come close, I think it would be with something like that. Yeah. Well, so the episode that we watched of the new series uh-huh. was the one where they were burning all the witches. Oh yeah, yeah. And I found myself momentarily drawn in by that. You know what? Like that, I remember really liking that episode until it became about weird aliens. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's where it lost me. It's like yeah. these were these tree. Or, I can't remember. I've not even rewatched it, but it's like some weird yeah. aliens came out the mud or something, and then it was like, "Hi." No, I, I, I'm actually completely with you on that one because I, I, yeah, I was the same. I was like, ah, it was almost just like I could have been a good. Yeah. But maybe they just need to cut aliens out of Doctor Who. I well, think that's the thing the- is, is like the, the okay. So the old, like the very, very kind of original kind of Doctor Who was they tried to do a mix of just like here's like mad space sci-fi stuff and here's just pure like historical was what they call them where they go back to the past and meet some characters and some stuff would happen but it would all be within the realm of what would and it was kind of a part a big part of it was like teaching kids about different time periods and stuff oh that's a bit of me but like the new series we kind of thought we were going to get a little bit of that but then obviously yeah you're right you're absolutely that episode specifically I remember thinking the exact same thing I'm like I'm really enjoying this yeah really enjoying would have been a stretch for me but, but, like, <laughs> but you, were, you were getting there I was sat in front of it and I can it's however many months later I, I can remember some of the plot so <laughs> that's a big I give that I can barely remember what happened in the one I watched last night it's, yeah we'll need the worm sir you'll need the what the worm what worm don't worry it won't hurt you but one touch on your bare skin and you lose the last hour of your memory where is it Where's what, sir? I sent you to get the memory worm. Did you? When? Who's he? What are we doing here? Look, it's been snowing. You didn't use the gauntlets, did you? Why would I need the gauntlets? Do you want me to get the memory worm? The whole London Underground thing. That would have you again. You would have been watching it going because this is the thing I've been finding interesting watching it with uh, my girlfriend. She's like, every time something comes up that me as a fucking nerd knows immediately and gets really excited about. And she's like, what? And I'm like, it's a, and then I have to explain it to her. Yeah. So then you're saying it's for the kids, but then <laughs> the kids are like, well, I don't understand I'm that. Not, so the kids are not like, I'm not 45 years old. <laughs> yeah. And the rest, <laughs> I wasn't alive in the sixties. So therefore. I know. But then again, there's also that thing as well. Like I think if I was a kid, and I'm into something that's got a, I got a history then I get really into it and I'm like I want to know everything that's so when they make references to stuff I'm like what's that and then I'll run away and look it up because I have the internet you know so maybe it's fine that's me defending it <laughs> but as a casual viewer maybe it's fine maybe it's fine if as a casual viewer maybe you'd just be like but then I guess these things can just happen and then you just ignore it I bet you wouldn't even thought about what was the whole London Underground thing because you would have been sitting there going no, you wouldn't you, even have taken it in you've just been like that's a line that happened and I don't need to know yeah you just said to me the London Underground thing and I nodded at you but in my head I was like I don't know what he's talking about so he put he puts all the bits of the lady the ice lady into a tin and it's like a London Underground lunchbox and it's got the map of the London Underground on it yeah and then when he takes it to the baddie yep. and he leaves it with him, even though he, yeah, none of it works anymore, he's left a map of the London Underground. And the 60s episode is about that thing infiltrating the, the London Underground. Well, So it's like shit. it sets up this whole thing that it's like... And then it, this monster then goes on to be in the, in the earlier episode. Oh, see, now that's interesting. Is it? To me. Okay, good. I found something. I got a hook. <laughs> that, is, that interests me. I enjoy that link. Okay. But Greatly. again, that was like, that was a whole, like, uh, it was sort of leading into the anniversary year where they was doing loads of daft little things like that. So Yeah, it's just, but then like, it, I, I enjoyed that a lot, but then I remember, like, you know. I know. No, I know. I know. Very few people will have watched every single Doctor Who. I know. Doctor I'm Hugh. So, Doctor <laughs> Hugh. He's a nice guy. <laughs> Very few people will have watched every single Doctor Who. I know that I'm sitting in the presence of one of them, (laughs) but I don't think there's that many of you. No, no, God, I've not even seen them all. You must have. No, I haven't. I mean, 
every I've not even seen every available one is what I was trying to say there because obviously there's like a hundred episodes missing but like oh obviously there's a hundred <laughs> obviously common knowledge <laughs> I mean it probably is I don't have for people that. listening it yeah, might people be, that yeah, yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's just it's a massive 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 the TV and stuff and things like that. Well, see, and I like of... the fact that they're weaving the web. But then, like, how you meant to know, it's a very difficult job for them. I feel bad for them. <laughs> because that's nice. I like it's that. Funny. I think what they do it's... is that they tend to only make links or references to, like, big iconic ones rather than, you know, they're not going to make a reference to some... Like, absolutely obscure niche thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh! Oh, well, that's not so bad. I also said, the other thing that I said was that the snowmen are dementors. Oh, like as in Harry Potter? Yeah. Because he's like, like, don't think about stuff because they feed off your thoughts. Is that what the And the more powerful the, like, the more powerful your thoughts are, the more powerful they get. Because they're like a psychic, they're like a mirror. Yeah. So, ah, uh, right, okay. And I was like, these snowmen are just dementors. Is that what dementors do? Yeah, like, they just, well... <laughs> I didn't realize how much Harry Potter bullshit has infiltrated, had infiltrated Doctor Who at this point. Yeah, so the Dementors basically. I can't really remember. <laughs> it's just, they're the same. I, <laughs> I wish I was better at remembering things. Um, the Dementors, like, you can't. You have to think happy thoughts ah, to get rid of so the Dementors. They feed, they feed off your yeah. kind of negative. Like, thoughts, and they basically. just steal your soul. Right. I guess it's kind of like that, yeah. I mean, that might need Google checked because <laughs> I might have got that wrong, but it's fine. It's a, it's a really similar. Me watching, I was if like, anyone, they're just fucking demented. If anyone comments to fact check, I'll just ignore them. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they will because I'm pretty sure that's not what. No, but like it's the same vibe. So, barmaid or governess, which is it? That thing is after us, and you want to chat? Well, we can't chat after we've been horribly killed, can we? Um, I wanted to enjoy myself. Okay. But I just found myself feeling very flat right. and intermittently angry. Like, well, that's one thing, but intermittently angry. <laughs> intermittently angry over things that probably for Doctor Who fans are just like totally fine, but for me, a Yale key, not enjoyable. <laughs> why did why did we have to see half a Jenna, whatever her fucking name is, Clara's tits? I don't remember what you mean. She was she was doing up the. No, he like fell on top of her, and it was like, oh, sexy. Well, you saw half her tits then. Well, I think you know. Well, there's like so, a sort of a bit of cleavage yeah, going on. Yeah, right? I was like, it's family show, guys. Like, what was it? I mean, mean, if I didn't notice it, <laughs> <laughs> then it can't have been that. Oh, nah. Maybe was she getting changed? There is a bit where she's getting changed. Yeah. Yeah, there was. There is one shot. There was one cleavagey shot that I did go, whoa. <laughs> yeah, what, what's the need? It's family show. Yeah. That annoyed me. The key annoyed me. The snake people obviously but that's the whole vibe of the show so I can't really get angry at that the deal with the the snake women is that they're the original inhabitants of earth they were around with the dinosaurs and then they went to sleep like the queen like the queen yeah lizard <laughs> <laughs> shit that'd be a good plot they wouldn't dare do that though or the BBC cowards. absolutely not <laughs> yeah <laughs> cowards and <laughs> um, yeah and I really wanted to come in with like a really firm set of notes to absolutely no you made some good points you made some good points I didn't even find that I had like enough substance to go on to make a really good <laughs> argument about why it was not good I just found it really underwhelming so what, what you're like, saying imagine, is- I, I can't imagine having been excited for a Doctor Who Christmas special for mm-hmm. however long they trail it for mm-hmm. watching that mm-hmm. and then being like yeah I feel really satisfied by that <laughs> that I mean, that's a whole other thing we can talk about, but that's like every Christmas... I mean, that's... The problem with Doctor Who, in terms of, like, anticipation, is that every episode is about... Tends to be about... It's like a different setting, a different set of characters, different place. Yeah. You know, there's lots of different stuff going on. So every episode that you watch has this potential to be this amazing thing, maybe even your favourite... So that, you, well, I think with Doctor Who fans specifically, you end up with this anticipation level that when you watch it, you're like, ah, it was all right. It far exceeds your satisfaction level. 
Which is the, the Colin like, card of a great show. And then, and then you then you watch it again, like six months later, or something. You're like, "Ah, eh, that was good. I like that." Yeah, but it, at the time, you accept it for what it is, and then you're just like, "Okay, I see what they're trying to do there, 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 and there." And you know, instead of me going, "Why wasn't it the best thing ever?" Mm-hmm. But you, no, you're right. That is a, that you know, especially with the Christmas one, because the the gap we used to be that it would start at Easter, finish yep. twelve weeks later. Yeah. And then and there'd then, be a big gap, and then there'd be the Christmas episode. Yep. And the Christmas episode was like a tradition. It was like, yeah. And then you were always waiting. There was always like, when are you going to put the trailer up? When are you going to put the trailer up? And then they put the trailer up, and you get really excited about that. And then yeah, because that would even manage to infiltrate me. <laughs> you know, I'd be like, oh, Doctor Who trailer must be coming up for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so, I think I'd maybe just assumed that because it was a Christmas special that I was watching, I was going to get like absolutely blown away, and <laughs> I just wasn't. I just felt. Nothing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was not even a slight hint because when I was watching it this morning, I was sitting watching it this morning and I was eating a couple of tangerines. I oh, Christmassy. I even had a couple after it. Had, had you opened your advent calendar? I've not got one. Stop. I know. Stop. Oh, God. <laughs> Beth, I'm 36. Is that what eight years' time is going to do to me? In eight years' time, my mummy won't buy me an advent calendar anymore. <laughs> you have a, a child that child will have an advent calendar yeah but he's probably have you seen the size of him he's not going to let me eat the chocolate out of it he'll batter me (laughs) kid's an absolute unit (laughs) but but then you'll have an excuse to have your own advent calendar yeah but then he'll have to buy himself when you eat your bit of chocolate be like he'll be looking at you when you take it out yeah, yeah. Because that's what you do as a kid. You're like, you're an adult. You, I deserve. Chocolate. I know, I know. Oh God! And this is a whole other podcast. But my nephew already. My nephew's too, and you can't eat anything without sharing it with him. Oh really? And it makes me angry. I'm like, oh, I've had one of them now. So. I remember that feeling as a kid, though, when an adult's eating a sweet. You're like, where's mine? Yeah. Okay. Well, like, you should. I'm the child. Yeah. Sweets are for children. Mm-hmm. You're like sawing to a scone, and my nephew will just start taking all of the raisins out of it. <laughs> With his sticky little hands. Oh, so I'm like, well, I don't want this anymore. Yeah. It's because you've touched it. That's, so. Yeah. There's no Doctor Who this year, though. Oh, well. They stopped it at Christmas, they moved it to New Year's Day. Sorry, I was just trying to bring it back on track. Sorry, yeah, of there. course. Um, <laughs> is there a difference between Christmas and New Year's Day? No. Of course there is. New Year's Day has a totally different energy. It's just the same day but one day you eat turkey and one day you eat steak pie if you're from Scotland aye but New Year's Day comes at the end of like a an incredibly long like just slog a long decadent couple of weeks you know and then when well, it gets no, to, there's the gets gooch to New Year's between Day, there's Christmas and <laughs> between Christmas and New the Year the festive gooch the festive gooch and you just get chill out yeah no it's good I'm not saying it's a bad thing but you know when you get to New Year and then you you know you stay up late for New Year and, and all that, and it, it's nice. That's it's a really day. good like chilled out day, but it does have a totally different energy from Christmas Day. And you're saying that that detracts from Doctor Who or Doctor Who not being no, it's on just Christmas. tonally. It's a different. Mm, okay. Tonally, it has to be different, which is fine. I guess we had it for like oh, fucking hell, we had it for like twelve years or something. And oh, the I one that I watched know. last night was one of them. I just. I, I feel sad for everybody that woke up on Christmas Day six years ago and was like, oh, this is Doctor Who on today, I'm really excited. <laughs> that's the first thing that I think, actually, it probably was the first thing. Yeah, I exactly. I know. Don't pretend that that's, <laughs> that that's not a thing. Woke up, was like, oh, yeah, it's Christmas, great. Oh, Doctor Who will be on there. Fantastic. <laughs> Sat down, watched it, and that was the episode they'd got. And then, because they're fans of the show, had to pretend that it was all right. When, I think, in actuality, if you look deep inside yourself... <laughs> And we're truly honest, you'd be like, eh, it was a way to waste an hour of my life. Because you're always watching the Christmas episode with people that haven't watched it before, you get that feeling of like, I know it can be better than this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you want to be like, it's, it's usually better. Like when your child's misbehaving, but in the house it's an absolute dream, and then you're out and it's just being an arsehole. And you're like, oh. It's usually so nice. It, yeah, this is usually, my days are usually so much better. Please don't take this as an example of his general behaviour. Is yeah. Or like when your parents walk in when you're watching the film and immediately goes to sex. Oh, God. And like yeah. the whole film isn't sex. <laughs> it's not all sex, I promise. Leave the room. 
Do you get that one? I'm trying to think of a TV show. EastEnders. Do you ever? Yeah, but I don't do watch TV with my parents anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, that's fair <laughs> enough. Oh, stand by. There's a man here. We should maybe wrap it up anyway. He could be delivering carpet. I don't okay. think I've got anything else to say. No, that's fine. <laughs> well, Beth. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, and I'm Thanks so sorry. It. No, it's okay. Like, I'm, the fact that you even watched it and put up with my requests was listen a lovely gesture. It could have been worse. <laughs> what a nice note to Okay. Well, have a nice Christmas. Merry Christmas, Richie. Merry Christmas, Santa! Santa's here! <laughs>